0: I see your recording now. That's okay. exciting.
1: Recording, right? Okay. It's working. It's working. Jerry oh, <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <laughs> just always looks at us like, what the heck are you guys talking about? Know,
0: Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon, your twice-weekly podcast celebrating the radio show slash podcast, Too Beautiful to Live. I'm Bobby Pape, and joining me is the nice lady with the Archive Project Iron Fist, (laughs) the one and only Christy Wise. Hello, Christy. Hello, Bobby. On Mondays, we bring you a recap of the latest week of TBTL. This, however, is the Saturday edition of the show when we bring a 10 in and look back at a favorite moment in TBTL history. Joining us this evening, a woman I am just now finding out may be TBTL's Cupid, Hannah Wan. <laughs> Hello, Hannah.
2: Hi there. <laughs> Hi. Glad to have
0: you here. Uh, as you guys know, regular listeners, this spot where I am right now is usually filled by Mike Frizzell. I have brushed it off the Baby Bell rappers. To take this seat tonight. Mike is off this week. I'm pinch hitting, so please be kind to me. We're looking forward to having Mike back soon. In the interim, we've got a whole lot of old time TBTL love and friendship and support between Christy and Hannah that I'm excited to learn all about. We'll talk about that and things we must discuss, (laughs) followed by a conversation of the clip that Hannah has brought us for tonight. Then we'll tell you how you can get involved and do a little housekeeping. First and foremost, though, I don't know you guys as nearly as well as you know one another. So, uh, Hannah, maybe you could tell me a little bit about how you know Christy and uh, how Jeremy fits into all of this, unfortunately.
2: (laughs) Well, uh, uh, Christy and I, we met through TBTL. Um, I think we knew each other over chat and maybe uh, Stipcam, like way before we actually met in person. So it was actually maybe like two or three years into nope. the show that we actually met. I don't remember what the first event was yeah. though. Do you? Oh man. I, it might've been like a pre thousand. Yes, show it was out, good.
0: Re-
1: good memory. Good memory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm I'm nobody that. that is right.
0: <laughs> um, but there's a lot more to the story than that. So you guys are old 10 friends. Mm-hmm. Um, you two met uh, through TBTL. Neither of you were the guy with the vacuum cleaner. Um, Well, maybe. Maybe.
1: We haven't seen that (laughs) person
0: and me in the same room. That's true. But speaking of people who (laughs) are in the same room as you and are kind of creepy, how does Jeremy play into this mix?
1: Well, Hannah's going to have to tell that part of the story. Right, right. So I first met Jeremy
2: over Twitter, and I think uh, we were uh, discussing stuff on uh, stuff Christian Culture likes, like the Steph Drury Twitter thing. And – and he was just like a really friendly guy. He was always inviting people <laughs> off of Twitter, just random strangers, just to come hang out. And a, a little bit of a player vibe, you know. It's kind of like you know, like on Twi- uh, on Tinder, like um, guys just send a bunch of women a little text message that says, "Hey." Well, he's more like hipster Tinder, where it's like, "Hey, you want to come to yes. trivia night?" Oh my god! So you
1: totally nailed yes, okay.
2: it. <laughs> Yeah, so so after we started talking and DMing, um, like I would just get these random texts from him, um, and I'm like, can't tell if just friendly or trying to. That's hit actually on me. the way
0: I felt when um, I first met Chairman. So-
1: you're both right. Is the right, thing. right, right.
2: <laughs> and now that I think about it, he was probably going through some stuff. You know, I I relate because I was pretty much doing the same thing a couple years ago when I was going through my divorce, and. Um, and so I thought, okay, I'll throw him a bone. I'll invite him to um, a karaoke night with tens. And um, I knew that Christy was, you know, kind of looking, looking for a little <laughs> dating action. So I thought I'd
1: try <laughs> him out on <laughs> her, <I> guess.
2: <laughs> right, right. You know, I was yeah, pretty much a wingman that summer.
1: Yeah.
2: So they did hit it off. And I think Christy was really nervous getting back on the
1: dating scene. So she <laughs> asked me to chaperone I don't know if I asked you to (laughs) chaperone or if you just, I did. Okay. Oh yeah, you did. I didn't, I didn't want, so we met at the Mandarin gate and that's the story. Right. And there's a whole bunch of people there. We, and then we met and then we exchanged Facebook names. I think at the time or Twitter or whatever it was. And then we all left and then, um, him and I started talking and then I, then I, yep, you're right. I said, Hannah, how about you? Invite us to something, and then it can be just a hey, a friendly hangout. So it wasn't even officially a date, right?
0: Right, because you've never, you've never no, been I've on been a date.
1: I've <laughs> never been on a date, right? <laughs> well, geez, so I it was a, th- it was just three friends hanging out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I totally thought of it as a YouTube date with me <laughs> chaperoning. That's how I thought of it because. The place we went to was uh, was mm-hmm. it For Art's cheese Lounge day. or something over there in the hood? Yes, the late night happy hour oh cheese gosh. buffet.
1: But it's not. You, you know tonight? it's closed? Like are you listening? non-existent? It was the best. Oh experience. shit! Pape, it was eight dollars, all you can eat cheese, fancy oh, cheese, God. not just you know craft singles and sh- that kind of shit. It was good <laughs> cheese and breads mm-hmm. and crackers and nuts and meats and um fruit. Everything for $8. It was amazing.
0: I imagine that insurance companies just sued them into the ground. (laughs) That's why they're not here anymore. And that's why Mike's not here either, because this would just be taunting him. He
1: he exploded at cheese date (laughs) from not pooping and closed the restaurant and also (laughs) died.
0: Hashtag sorry, everyone. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So Hannah went on... Hannah went on this chaperone date. I guess it's, it feels very Christian-y, right? Don't, don't Christians have chaperone date. Mm-hmm. Um, date you know, they have dad, dates, which is a little weirder. I don't yeah, even want to but even, at, even at the gate, you kind of were being like, Hey, Jeremy, you should show Christy your daughter. And then you would walk away. <laughs> 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 hey, what's guys talking about now? You should talk about this and then walk away. <laughs>
3: Yeah. That was We sound like a
0: yeah. uh, court-ordered chaperone, <laughs> oh making everybody everybody gets their legal crap out of the way. Yeah.
2: I know. I had my brief with yeah. all the questions listed on it.
0: Hannah, can I get your first impressions of Jeremy?
2: Yeah, um, friendly, seeming, very open about stuff, and um, I think he had like a religious background. That's that's ki- that was kind of our. Uh, that was kind of a, um, I guess, our common ground because I'm also I grew okay. up as a pastor's kid, and so I think that's how we started discussing things sure. on Steph plate page, and um, I mean, he just seemed pretty nice, outgoing, wanting to hang out. Um, I didn't really get to know him too well, but um, yeah, we went to the um, the late night cheese happy hour together, and you know, we were just kind of having a little bit of an awkward <laughs> chaperoned date. Um, And I don't really, I don't really remember much of it. I was just eating cheese. We had priorities in order.
0: And Mm -hmm. and then,
2: oh yeah, absolutely. That was mostly there for the cheese, like those two, whatever. Um, And then there was some drunk Canadians that were seated next to us. Mm -hmm. They were just like really loud. And I think they started engaging in some kind of conversation. And I don't
1: really remember that part. So, Christine. Oh yeah, because it was amazing. I can't believe you forgot this. I think you got up and walked away. Because uh, one of them <laughs> was hitting on you for a little bit, and then you walked away. Oh, but um, so, he, so one of the Canadians, the main one, meaning the loudest one, had a new iPhone, and he didn't know how to work it. And it, so um, there was a feature on the iPhone that every time you got a text message, it would flash. And he just was loudly saying, I don't even know how to work this thing. How do you turn this off? So Jeremy said, um, I can help you with that. So he takes his phone. The guy unlocks it. And Jeremy walks through and um, does it. And then in the meantime, while he's um, fixing this, he was telling Hannah about his wife and his kid and how um, him and his three friends decided to come to Seattle for uh, this, the Seahawks game. There was a Seahawks game that night. And um, it was just talking about it. And Jeremy goes, um, this is a text message and it's not from your wife. And he held up the phone. <laughs> like, who's, who's this? Because <laughs> it's not your wife. And... <laughs> <laughs> his French just said, okay, I think, busted. I, long... we at that point? And, I mean, because the, the friends knew. And then he just sat there and told the entire story about how he was cheating on his wife with his uh, the receptionist at work and the whole oh sordid story.
4: Mm-hmm. How can and I
1: Jeremy was that? giving him advice as a former cheater.
2: Yeah, yeah. And he was like basically going yeah. through an entire mm-hmm. therapy session with
1: this and guy. And I thought, hey, this is my chaperone date. That was bizarre.
0: <laughs> right. I'm just thinking, I knew there was going to be drama surrounding these stories of the early dates of Christy and Jeremy. I didn't expect it to be some random drunk Canadians drama.
1: Yeah. Well, and it was really funny because mm-hmm. then even though he had an iPhone, he was arguing, the Canadian was arguing why Blackberries are better.
0: Well, you have yeah. to when you're from Canada. The, right. It, I they, think they make it's, you sign a Blackberry pledge.
1: Right, And then Jeremy, meanwhile, we hadn't exchanged phone numbers, just Facebook. And he was Facebooking me um, things about BlackBerry and how terrible the guy was the entire time. <laughs> 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 yeah.
3: oh, that's
0: great. So should we just go into the clip? Well, I'll give you a quick setup for those of you who haven't heard it. And this is one that right. I had not heard until Hannah brought it to us because I joined the show you know, just four-ish years ago. I've caught a lot of the older episodes, but I am not a a perfect 10. Hannah, you're taking us all the way back to March of 2009, a Monday night show after all three of them, including Sean, uh, went to the opera Saturday night before. Uh, And what we're going to hear now is a recap of their experience at the opera, followed by what might be uh, some of the most amazing few minutes of Jen I've ever heard. <clears throat> in her recapping uh-huh. uh, Bella Bartok's Bluebeard's Castle. So let's take a listen to this TVTL history.
1: You're listening to TVTL with Luke Burbank on 97.3 Cairo FM.
0: You know, it really is tough times for musicians in America right now.
4: Yeah, even for an incredibly popular Bon Jovi opposite
0: band like ourselves. Okay, I- I'm sorry, guys. What exactly is a Bon Jovi opposite band? Is that like a Bon Jovi cover band? No. No, if you like Bon Jovi, you would want a cover band. If you hate Bon Jovi, you want us. Yeah, we hate Bon Jovi. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't be further from Bon Jovi. Check this. Because I'm an
3: Indian. Indian. On a cotton horse I do not ride. And I'm unwanted. Unwanted. On I- I-
0: I gotta say, though, that sounded an awful lot like Bon Jovi. What? What? You guys haven't had many gigs recently? No, not one. Not one? Yeah. Because of the economy. Yeah. I don't know if it's the economy. Are are you sure it's not because your band is confusing and uh, terrible?
4: Welcome, welcome, welcome to a Monday Night Edition of Not Ugly Enough to Die, the TBTL Opposite Show. For discerning listeners in the greater Seattle area, this is, in fact, the show that's probably too beautiful to live.
3: Hooray for you!
4: I'm your host, Luke Burbank, weighing in at uh, 186 pounds. I realized that last week, I, for five days running, would say my weight and then would say... Surprising that it hasn't gone up, considering the complete lack of attention I've given to the working out and also the caring about what I eat. And I—I I started to sound kind of like a, you know a broken uh, a broken record. So even though that's also the case this Monday, as I somehow managed to still be weighing 186, I am not going to say that because I feel like people have heard that enough. Until I have some new news to report, <laughs> I'm just going to give my weight. I'm not kidding. I, this is the kind of stuff I think about uh, over the weekend. <laughs> Uh, until I have something new to report, something interesting to say, I'm just going to give my weight, and then I'm going to just turn to you and, and and welcome you to the show. Hi, Flash.
5: Give it a little zuz.
6: Hi. Uh,
4: I also wanted to add.
6: Uh, I love Jesus, but I drink a little.
4: <clears throat> how are you? I'm great. We had a little bit of a short weekend. Yeah. Because we had a kind of a work slash fun thing on Saturday night, which we're going to get into in just a a few moments, but um what it means when we have a tbtl related thing on saturday is that you're kind of thinking about that on saturday and so it isn't until sunday that you're properly ready to downshift into relaxing and all that stuff did you did you get enough time enough downtime in did you recover are you rested and refreshed here on this monday night yes good excellent what did you do on sunday
6: i um did not get out of bed
4: until when
6: um i had a family dinner last night and so i got up at 4:40 <laughs> Got in the car.
4: And what does Jason do when you've taken to your bed like some kind of, uh, (laughs) you know, 19 or rather maybe 1800s type Mm -hmm. novel?
6: Well, first of all, I I had to recover from Saturday night because I got T and E. Mm -hmm. There's a picture on our website right now that actually you can see the moment where it's fully happened.
4: Yeah. If I if I if if I failed to mention it,
6: I love Jesus,
4: but I drink a little. That is Jen's official salutation mm-hmm. on this show. So
6: I think Jason had a great day. He watched like ESPN and he read the entire sports section and he took naps. And see,
4: that's the difference between being married for ten years and dating for two years. Okay, Vanessa and I have been dating for exactly two years now. Yesterday was two-year anniversary, oh. and uh, after ten years of being together, each person will take any opportunity to have their own scene. Uh-huh. But two years of dating, it's still like, hey, why don't we have coffee together? Why don't we? Why don't we share this time together? You guys, though, I mean, Jason was like, Jason got a free pass to totally. watch whatever he wanted to wear his boxer boxer briefs
6: all around the house. He went on a run. He did every single thing that on a normal day I wouldn't want him to do because <laughs> I'd want him to spend time with me. But I was just like, do whatever. It's a free day.
4: <laughs> um but you're feeling good you're feeling you're feeling like yes. you're ready to take on another week of award-winning radio.
6: Yes. Okay.
4: Uh what's your weight here on this uh Monday? 135.5. 135.5. Mm-hmm. All righty. Sean DeTori, Japan's number one mixer. there,
1: bloggers and froggers.
4: Hello. It's nice to see you on Saturday night. You looked very dapper. Thanks, man. Um and uh uh, you know, a big thanks uh, to everybody who came out. We were it was small in number, but but large in um, in singing abilities and in drinking alcohol abilities, which are two <laughs> important things. Sean, you um, did you have a fun time?
5: Yeah, I had a blast, man. Um, what did you think of the opera? You know, I really, um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, the first one, Bluebeard's Castle. I kind of enjoy those kind of. You know, movies, uh, operas, slash plays, whatever you might be watching. Um, *Slumdog Millionaire*, you know, that goes on an idea of unraveling certain things in in an order. You know, like the doors. Right. They like, keep opening the doors. I kind you don't of don't mean like the that. band. You
4: mean in this opera? There's a whole bunch of doors. Right. This guy Bluebeard, he's got a castle, as the name would indicate, and. And, and also, uh, and he this gal that he's seeing wants him to open these doors, and he keeps saying, that's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. But you know what I was thinking, Shawnee, that you would enjoy it because everything was covered in blood. And, spoiler alert. Yeah, that was, a,
5: that was a good payoff. It made me think that it was reminiscent of some of your horror movies that you enjoy. Totally. Um, no, I, I really, it, it blew me away. The lighting, I mean, I mentioned this on, on Saturday night after the opera, but the lighting and the set design, uh was just unbelievable, and it blew me away. Just the perspective of... Because, like, usually when you watch a play, Mm -hmm. everything just kind of takes place. Um, It's kind of flat, but they did a really cool three-dimensional thing. Totally. So it kept looking like you you were
4: looking down this kind of long... Like hallway or room or whatever, mm-hmm. and the second one, okay, so you got Bluebirds Castle, and the second one, Ervartum, that was about a crazy lady who probably murdered her husband. Right. So I just thought these are the most Sean Datori appropriate <laughs> operas. I'm not kidding because you like you like all of that you know Friday the Thirteenth kind of stuff. I do. And so this
5: was like I thought I thought you would you would enjoy it. I'm glad it was up my alley and. um at first a friend of mine was like hey you know you probably don't read the words you know just make it up in your mind about what's, <laughs> about what's supposed to happen oh, and i thought yeah. about not reading the words that's a bad friend but then i was like <laughs> i'll read the words and uh it was really the stories were pretty interesting um
4: well uh, uh did you did you uh, rest up on sunday are you feeling okay are you feeling ready to take on another
5: week of tbtl i'm feeling good um and I got, can I say one Please. thing I I saw a complete doucher um, in Costco wearing a Bluetooth. Okay, so I didn't realize he was a doucher beforehand, but I because of the Bluetooth I assumed that he would be, mm-hmm, yeah. and he proved that he it was. was an educated
4: guess. Yes yeah, on so your
5: part, I called him a jerk to his face because he was being a jerk. To you or to a a staffer at Costco? To me, I was in line. Okay, Uh with Christina, we were waiting for Melanie and her friend Dave to come back in line with the card because they were getting something else. Okay. So we were letting other people pass in front of us, like, "Oh, we're waiting for someone. Go ahead." Sure, sure. So uh, this guy. Yeah. Bluetooth in ear. Bluetooth. Bluetooth in ear. He says. He's betoothed. He's betoothed. He says, "Are you in line?" And I could sense already that he's a doucher. And I just turn to him and I say, "Yes." And I turn back around and I start. Yeah, continue talking to christina yes so eventually we're like well yeah, the line's getting kind of long let's get out of line so we're like you know we get out of line he's like hey thanks a lot you were holding up the whole line were you though even holding up the whole line no because we let other people go and yeah, there was would've...
4: people in front of you right people between you and the... it wasn't like the check stand was was the person was standing there with a scanner in their hand going like
5: what am i to do right exactly so we were being cool and letting yeah. people go yeah So he says, hey, you know, thanks a lot. You're holding up the whole line, you know. And so I just turned to him as he's starting to roll his cart in front of, you know, where we were. And I say, yeah, we weren't really holding up the line. We were going to let you go past us, you jerk. And I mean, Christina did a double take, like, because I never talk like that, you know, to people. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. And I got to tell you, the lady next to us in line was on my side. Yes. Because she had seen him previously rolling around the store with his Bluetooth in ear like, crashing into things oh my gosh well sean listen he had to buy 700 pounds of
4: nature made granola i mean and he's in a rush obviously it's no excuse and 700 pair of wool socks no excuse and one energizer battery the size of the kingdom he did have that wow so so what happened after that did he just kind of like look at you and then continue on in the line
5: yeah he just continued on and then melanie came back and Melanie's cool. She's an in-your-face kind of person. And I was like, hey, guess what just happened? So she goes around behind where the checker is, behind him, and goes like this, points at him like, is this him? Is this him? And I say, yeah. And then she says something to him like, y- you a-hole jerk. Whoa. And then comes back in line. And so the checker eventually asks Melanie why she called him that. So we tell her the whole story and And everything. that man was Bill Gates. <laughs> and I met a 10 there, too. Really? Melanie. Wait, your friend Melanie? No, a a tan named Melanie. A random
4: or listener of the show came up to you at Costco and and, 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 said, and hey, I, said, Hey, you're Sean De Exactly. Wow. Okay, so let me just, I just want to wrap up this whole uh, line <laughs> line uh, kerfuffle. N- no no blows were exchanged. That was just it. No fisticuffs. No fisticuffs. But you know what? I have to say, remember in the early days of this show, Jennifer, we were talking about you had this experience at like a cupcake place mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. and, and a woman had a kid that was really poorly behaved, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And And we said as a show, we're going to try to not become scared cows. When mm-hmm. people are being jerks in public situations, we're not all going to just kind of look the other way, which is what 99% of the population do, us included at times. So we're saying we're not going to do that anymore, right? We're going to say, hey, that's not cool. Right. So there you go. Did you feel like... Did it feel therapeutic? Did it feel cathartic? Did you feel... I'm, I bet you right after you said it, inside, you were probably shaking like, oh, man, I'm getting into it, this guy. But I bet totally. you later, you were like, hey, I'm
5: glad I told him he was being I chair. was, I was physically just... I was shaken up because, I mean, when right. things happen, when things start to happen like that, I, I get, a, I can get a little crazy. I know I can. And so... We I, do, too. I totally... And then after the fact, I wanted to say to him, yeah, buddy, why don't you go to that's why you fat.com and like, really <laughs> see what's up. But that was after the fact, but... You um, we were like,
4: "I will take you into Sean Beard's castle."
5: Yeah, so. and I will open door number seven. <laughs> it felt good. It felt really good to do that. Well, I'm well, glad good. Now, just
4: make happen. sure. Now, make sure though, Sean, that you you pick your spots, right? Like that sounded like a totally appropriate interaction. Sure, just sure. someone's being a jerk, and you said, "Hey, you're a jerk," but you know, I don't want to. I don't want to see you on the news. I don't want to hear about you know someone getting killed at the Capitol Hill Value Village. No. And then it's just like they, a picture of you from your yearbook. <laughs> like, you know, that was that was the only picture they could find from you on like a Google image search. And Or how about this? If some crime was committed or if something terrible happened to any of us, you know where they would get the picture from. The TBTL yeah. website. Because <laughs> they would put, Google our names uh-huh. and those are where the, most of the pictures of us are. So it would be... Like me and my skating outfit. A man was killed right. on the bus by a crazy person who suspected him of being Jewish. And then it's like a picture of you, yeah, with your like with a mohawk and a yeah. tiny leather tie. Totally, Sean DeTori. Um Well, I'm glad I'm glad you, you you were able to say your piece, but I'm also glad it didn't escalate anything from there. What's uh, what's the weight looking like here? Uh, 155. 155, indeed. Uh, all right, we've got a uh, we've got a lot. A lot, lot, lot happened for you on this, uh, on this Monday night. We were trying to, uh, figure out how the heck we could, uh, fit it all in. I think we've managed to do it. Um, we have packed the show fairly tightly, and whenever something gets packed too tightly, I get worried that, as in the game Tetris, it will disappear. Like when I'm packing the back of a U-Haul truck, if I pack everything together perfectly, I think that it might just kind of go away. Do you know, have you ever played Tetris? Yeah. You're not afraid of this. You have no, no you harbor I, no fear.
6: I haven't ever really taken it into my regular life.
4: You don't think of it as... I get a little worried sometimes, because if you've ever played Tetris for like 10 hours straight, and then as you're walking around, you look at things, and you think, how could I fit that together with that other thing so that it would be seamless? I do that. Tonight's show is is tightly packed, although, as Jen has pointed out, there's very little likelihood of it actually disappearing. But I just wanted to warn everyone on the unlikely event of that happening. Uh, at uh, At 7.30... We're going to be giving away tickets to uh, the movie Watchmen, and also uh, so we've got like Watchmen prize packs. Is that fair to say, or are we just giving they're, away the tickets? No, they're
6: prize packs, which okay. include tickets, buttons, poster, the works.
4: Yeah, So, uh, but the thing is you're going to have to answer some questions, so uh, be ready for that. We're just going to ask you sort of general trivia questions. Um, if it were Jeopardy!, the category would be potpourri.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: That'll be at 7.30. Uh, then it's uh, This Day in TBTL History at 8 o'clock, uh, a new segment that we're very excited about. It's it's only going to exist for one week. It's a new and yet limited time offer. It's called Produced by Doug Schreckengost, and uh, we'll explain exactly what that means at 8 o'clock. Uh, and then at 9, uh, we'll do some of your uh, listener letters. At 9.30, we will circle back to the topic of Watchmen and talk to Tom Tangney. He's our uh, film guy here at Cairo. He saw the movie over the weekend, as did Jennifer, and uh, we'll, we'll get his, his thoughts on it. He is like the guy that we trust when it comes to movies, at least I do. Because I was reading, was, I would definitely say there were mixed reviews on yes. that movie. Some people thought it was great. A lot of people thought it was not so great, and so in, in, in this topsy-turvy world, who can we turn to? Well, in this case, it's Tom Tangney, and we'll do that at uh, nine o'clock. Uh, first, uh, though, or nine thirty anyway. Just listen to the whole show, and you'll hear all the stuff I was talking about. <laughs> the specific half hour is not important. It's important that you enjoy this show as a as a complete, uh, you know, as a complete work of art, because that's really what it is. By the way, it is episode two hundred eighty-two in a collector's series. Um, as we as we were mentioning, we went to the opera on Saturday night. We saw Bluebeard's Castle and ervartung It was it was very fun. Uh, thanks to the Seattle Opera for having us down. Thank you very much to the tens who came. Uh, it was um, you know it was it was a uh, like I said, kind of a a small but but very scrappy group. And after we had a little after event kind of thing, but it was in this giant room, right? They have this huge. Kind of conference room set aside for, uh, the Bravo Club. Now the Bravo Club has, I don't know, like 600 or 700 people in it. And we had, how many tens do you think we had?
6: 25. I did a head count.
4: Really? Mm-hmm. In that room, that room is cavernous. It's like Safeco <laughs> Field or something. It felt, it felt, uh, like even less. Uh, and, and, but what, but it, but it ended up actually being super fun. Right at the beginning though, Here was the, I uh, was up standing at the karaoke machine, gazing out upon the crowd. And what you had were like maybe at that point, 10 or 15 tens. Not everyone had shown up and everybody was sitting to the side because it was kind of like a high school dance. Yes. Everybody's just a little nervous trying to feel it out. Then you had in the back some Bravo Club members who had no idea what TBTL was. In fact, we were, they gave a little, uh, uh, during the intermission, they gave an, an invitation to everyone from the Bravo Club to come back and hang out and check out tvtl which i'm sure most of them and and the the fellow from the bravo club who was very nice said if you don't know who they are you should come check it out and i thought at that moment they think that we're an improv troupe and that we're going to do theater sports the tvtl improv troupe so anyway i'm staring out at at this huge room with the, the the few people that are actually from tvtl are kind of huddling on the side and then there's this giant open conference room. And then there are like 15 people from the Bravo Club that want to see an improv troupe or something. And so then we get up there and start talking and doing our silly karaoke off this janky machine. And the look of horror on the faces from the Bravo Club people. <laughs> like they just, it was it was just like they couldn't seem to, f- they, they were tr- their mind was trying to reconcile what they were seeing.
6: I never looked back there. I was too afraid of what. Would be looking back at me.
4: It was a, it was a look of horror. They looked <laughs> at us. It was like the woman from uh, you know Bluebeard's Castle when she opens the last door. Sure. They and then they the Bravo Club people pretty much immediately left. But the beauty part was as horrified as they were the 10s were excited because yeah. it was the exact opposite look on the face of the 10s as they saw us doing this silly thing and then they turned out to be like a really fun bunch of people who were singing and finally you know they had to kick us out of there which is always my measure of if you're having a good time if the people that are in charge of the building have to force you to leave yeah so that no, was i great.
6: actually think the people that were there i think we all had a really good time
4: yeah well that was the after party but now jen you have for the people that couldn't make it because, like we said, it was a you know uh, a lot of the tens, the majority of them, really, all but about fifteen, <laughs> were not able to join us at the opera. <laughs> you though have a kind of a synopsis, yes, of the opera of of Bluebeard's Castle and and maybe Erwartung. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we have time. I don't
6: know if we have time.
4: Yeah, but you've been able to. I mean, you know, these are one one of uh, them written by Bela Bartok, one of them written by uh, Arthur uh, Schernberg. It's very uh, well known very sort of complicated operas, but you've you've been able to boil it down to just like a minute or so. I have. Which one would you like to start with?
6: Uh, Bluebird's Castle.
4: Okay, please, if, okay. <clears throat> if you could, yes.
6: And Sean, I don't know about my mic, so you'll have to ride the volume a little bit. I, I have a lot of power. Okay. Okay.
4: Go for it. you need some background music?
6: <gasps> no, no.
4: <laughs> okay, just offer. I'm just offering.
6: <laughs> okay. Um,
3: Judith, I just married you. This is my castle. It's very, very dark. Where's the sun? I do not let <laughs> I do not let the sun. Where are these doors? What are these doors? Do not open the doors. Open the doors. I will not open the doors. Open the doors. Love me anyway. No, I have to open the doors. Okay, open door number one. Only door number one. Oh my God! This is stuff of torture, <laughs> and there's blood on it. You said you would love me. I do love you. Open number two. No, I will not. No, I will not. Just kiss me. No, open the door. Okay, you can only open door number two. Oh my God. Um, these are weapons of war. They're covered in blood. I told you, you do not want to see it. I want to see it. Open number three. No, I will not open number three. Open number three. I will love you anyway. Okay, just number three. Oh, it's flowers. They're beautiful. <laughs> Oh my god, the flowers were growing in blood. Who is this blood? I do not want to tell you. Do not ask me again. Open door number four. I will not open door number four. Open it. I will love you anyway. Just kiss me. Just kiss me. No. Open door number four. Okay. I'll open just door number four. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Okay. I'll well, open door number four. Oh, it's beautiful. It's a view of the whole world, except the clouds are bloody. Open door number five. No. Okay. 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 Here's door number five. Oh, my God. (laughs) There's blood everywhere. Open door number seven. Open door number seven. No, 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 no. I will love you. I will love you. I will love you. I love you. Open it, open it, open it. No, no, no. Open it. Okay, here's door number seven. (laughs) Oh, my God, you've killed all your wives. Why did we open this? I hate it.
4: Wow, that was riveting, Jennifer.
6: Thank you. That's pretty much what happened right
4: yeah, I don't that's think how I, I left I, anything That's out. how I remember it <laughs> and uh Evarchung was the same thing except instead of uh, open the door, it's crazy lady uh, standing <laughs> over the corpse of her husband saying uh what was she what was her alternation
3: the, the the moon is full. The moon sees you. The moon sees me. The moon.
4: Yeah. So, um, <laughs> wow. Now, the problem, though, Jen, is thank God that they're done. The Seattle Opera is done with this production because after hearing that, why would anyone need to go?
6: I would never have done it except for that, right. that, that was closing night.
4: Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. Wow. Jennifer, that was amazing. That thank was you. really, um, yeah, that was that was everything I had I, I hoped it would be and uh, and and more, much much more. Okay, on that note, can, uh, I I want I can we like somebody please excerpt that maybe Will who does the podcast can we excerpt that and just put that as the ringtone of the week for next week that whole thing. How long? I don't know what the limit is on the ringtone of the week, but that was beautiful. Or if there's some kind of a a DVD, collector's DVD, you know, the Metropolitan Opera or Seattle Opera puts out some kind of special production of Bluebeard's Castle, maybe that could be in the extras. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I think it really, you know,
6: it's just Cliff's Notes, you know.
4: Absolutely. Thank you for saying Cliff's Notes too, and not Cliff Notes. <laughs> Yesterday, somebody I was standing near kept going Cliff Notes. They were like having a conversation where they just kept repeatedly saying Cliff Notes, and then the other person was going, "What if the book's really good?" Cliff Notes, Cliff Notes, Cliff Notes. And I was like, "You don't even know Cliff's Notes. Think about that. <laughs> Start you're, there. You're actually so." Incurious intellectually, that you don't even know what the cheat thing is actually called. You didn't even read the cover of the Cliff's Notes. They're called Cliff's Notes because a guy named Cliff, I think, was originally writing them. It's not about a cliff falling off a cliff, it's a guy named Cliff. They're Cliff's Notes. That's the first thing on the cover of Cliff's Notes. Maybe there's something else that's a Cliff's Notes cheat that this guy was reading that was called Cliff Notes. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, thank you for getting that right. And thanks, uh, thanks to all of you for listening. Okay, we're going to take a break and uh, uh, do uh, some commercials, have some news with Mr. Josh Kearns, and then when we come back, we'll give away some Watchmen prize packs. Uh, you're going to have to call in to win these. So get your dial-in fingers ready, because you're going to have to answer some questions. The number is uh, 888-973-KIRO. 888 kiro That's uh, 5476 if you don't have little letters on your phone.
0: All right, guys, do you think Jen rehearsed that, or do you think that was off the cuff? I think she must have, because she hit it so perfectly. Uh, Christy, I suppose, has more faith than me and thinks that uh, Jen just went off some notes and ad-libbed it.
2: I mean, she's a natural talent,
0: mm-hmm.
2: so she could just she could
0: just sing it off the cuff. So it's not looking good for me. All right. <laughs> Uh, uh, maybe we should tweet at her when this show comes out on Saturday, oh, okay. and see if we can get an answer from her on whether or not that's something she had practiced.
1: That's a that's a really good thing. I don't
0: that's know. Really do you really question.
1: want to ruin the magic, though?
0: Well, actually, what I'd like to do: everyone who's listening, tweet at TBTL Jen and ask her, and she'll get a swell of love from LRB, mm-hmm. and also not be able to deny us an answer. <laughs>
1: I mean, I'd like to, I mean, because Bobby thinks that it was very planned out, written. Jason listened to her practice, that it was a whole thing. And I think she just wrote notes as to what was behind the doors and then came up with it on the spot. Right. So we have very different, I don't think it would lose any magic. Either way would be great.
0: Right. Because either she's a phenom at improv, yes and, or... (laughs) She's a phenom at producing, which we already know, so that's fine. Uh, Just a couple of other notes from this episode that made me really happy. Nitpicking the grammar of Cliff's notes, (laughs) which are not Cliff notes. They are Cliff's notes. They belong to Cliff. Uh, And just a teaser from this episode, since we'll roll it from the start, or we did roll it from the start. um, This was also the first day of guest producer Doug Schreckengost.
1: Which they said was only going to be one time.
0: Well, they said it was going to be one week that week of shows, but clearly it was, you know, such an hour yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I wanted to keep listening. This happens to me every time when we pull back one of these great old radio clips, we pull one hour of it and I want to go hear the whole thing. So we'll keep working backwards and hit more and more of these as time goes on. But, uh, Hannah, thank you for bringing this one to us, and thank you for letting me be a part of it tonight. I was really happy to hear this one.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for thanks for having me on.
0: Well, we are happy to. And uh, thanks for helping us talk shit about Jeremy, too, because that's always Harvard <laughs> without Mike around.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's been student for years, so. <laughs>
0: uh, just before we get out of here tonight, uh, a reminder – that you, the tens of listeners who are listening now, you Wagoneers, you can be on this Saturday show. All you need to do is go to littleredbandwagon.com, fill out the form, and tell us in what bodily disgusting way you humiliated yourself on the lawn of one of our TBT hosts. <laughs> uh, you can also find us on Facebook. Uh, we are often in the Stens page, uh, but a much more curated and pleasant experience at Little Red Bandwagon on Facebook. Our Twitters, I'm at R L Pape. Thank you all for the love of the last couple of weeks. My plea, my pathetic plea for more followers worked, so thank you. Christy, is it K I S S I E Y E S that's Kissy I yes. Hannah, do you have anything you want to plug on the social media front?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, I run a Facebook page and a Twitter for choir related jokes. It's actually not as esoteric as you think. Um, It's called Choir Geek Podcast, even though I've only done one episode. So it's um, (laughs) Facebook slash Choir Geek Podcast. On Twitter, it's at Choir Geek Pod. You'll also see it as Choir Geekery, because I was tired of explaining that the podcast only had one episode.
0: (laughs) So There you go. That's a whole conversation you and I didn't have, Hannah, but I I've, I've, I was a choir singer up through college. I worked for choruses. We'll do a whole... Maybe I'll, can bring me on episode two of Choir Geekery <laughs> when you're ready. I'll invite oh, myself and we can have a whole Choir Geekdom conversation. The show Twitter is at LRB Podcast. You can email us at bandwagon at gmail.com. Our voicemail is 802-432-TBTL. And before... I asked Christy to get us out of here. Christy, can we have an update on the Archive Project?
1: Yes, I would love to give that to you, Bobby. Um, Right now, we've assigned all the way through November of 2011, so that's exciting. Um, And I would like to give a shout-out to the Archivist of the Week, Sarah Settlemyer. Sarah Settlemyer has completed three weeks. She is Gold Star of the Week. And now for... The shaming, shame, shaming archivist of the week. Um, this is the person on my list. This is Kate Bergstrom. She needs to do a little less dating and a lot more archiving. <laughs> no thank you, Kate.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, but it's coming along. It's coming along. Pretty sure she's got a sequel to write. You can't take away her. <laughs>
2: i don't know maybe she should set up like a match.com profile for that episode so maybe she'll have a date with that oh that's mm. a good idea
3: <laughs>
0: uh with that just a heads up on this weekend mike is off this week so we will not have mike uh most likely for our recap show on monday however we do have a special guest joining us so tune in monday morning for a super special secret awesome special co-host sidekick guest uh christy let's get on yes until next time
1: this is the next party
0: and jen we love you
2: yes i nailed it no you didn't nail it
6: (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing
4: Welcome back to TBTL, where we have some Watchmen prize packs we're going to give away right now. Amen to
3: that! Woo! Woo! All right. All uh, right, the phone
6: numbers are 888 973 Cairo.
4: That's 888 973 5476. 888 973 Seven, six. Uh, if you call in and you, we're going to ask you a trivia question, it's not specific to the show necessarily. It's just a question of general uh, trivia. You will win a Watchmen prize pack, which includes um, uh, tickets, I think, four tickets to the movie. Also, you get some stickers, uh, some Watchmen t-shirts, some cups, some posters, even some coasters, because it would be a shame if your new Watchmen cup... Somehow created a ring on an old family heirloom, like a uh, wood table or something. So uh, that's the uh, that's the plan. We're we got nine of these Watchmen prize packs that we're going to give away. Um, but like I said, uh, it's not going to be easy. There are going to be some uh, some questions involved. All right, uh, let's start with uh, line one. Ahoy, ahoy! Hi there. You're on TBTL. That's
6: Dan. Dan.
4: Hi Dan, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. Okay, uh, question number one for a, a Watchmen uh, prize pack. Uh, Driftwood does or does not drift? Does not. Does not drift. <laughs> Absolutely correct. Nice work. Uh, you get the uh, Watchmen prize pack, which is, uh, some shirts and cups and also some tickets. Is it four tickets per pack? Yes. yes. Four tickets to Watchmen, Dan. Enjoy, okay?
6: Awesome, thank you Sure Be sure to hold on the line So we can get your information Yeah,
4: yeah, everybody uh, if, you, if you answer correctly There's no guarantees in this game But if you answer correctly Oh, hey, Sean Can we get the applause for them, too? Because some of these questions Are kind of tough I think, I think that, uh, you know, we should Wow, value, $50 Look at that Right here on my prize pack Okay, nice job, Dan uh, Let's go to line two Ahoy, <phone> ahoy <rings> oh, hi, hi. hi there, you're on TBTL Hello Hi, who's this? Well, oh, this is Michael Hi, Michael, how are you? Very good. Where are you calling from? Uh, Issaquah. Okay, uh, this is for a Watchmen prize pack. Uh, The question to you, uh, uh, true or false, Hot Pockets are delicious. Oh, that is very true. True, that's right. Really true. Exactly right. Nice work. Thank you. That was a tough one. but. Yeah, well, you know, we we can't just give these things away. We've got to... Got to make you earn them. So okay, you hold on the line. I'm going to put Thanks. you on hold, and in just a moment, uh, somebody will be getting your information. Okay. Awesome. Thank okay, you great. Very much. Sure. Thank you. Oh my gosh, I almost hung up on them. I've got to learn the difference between hold and off. Yes. It seems obvious, but the problem is they've been the 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 writing has been kind of rubbed off on this phone. So anyway, uh, but we're giving away Watchmen prize packs. Uh, we've given away two. We have nine total. So you do the math. That means there's eight left, and. Um, I'm just testing you guys to see if you're listening. the phone number's uh triple eight nine seven three five four seven six uh let's see um line three hi there you're on t b t l hello hi there who's this?
6: this is Philip
4: hi Philip. Where are you calling from uh my garage your garage are you in trouble with the uh, old lady or
0: oh no, no baby's crying but I can't hear her out
4: here. Oh, I see. Oh, you're hiding from your family to win these yeah, Watchmen tickets.
0: I'm cleaning the garage.
4: Okay, okay, got it. All right, uh, we've got a, a trivia question for you. Uh, what is Encyclopedia Brown's favorite Neil Diamond song?
0: Longfellow Serenade.
4: Oh, my gosh, that is quite incredibly... That is exactly right.
3: <laughs> wow.
4: How did you know that? I happen to be a fan. Boy. <laughs> Yeah, you, that is about that. What, it's, is it Philip? That's what your name is.
0: Uh, yeah, Philip. Phil.
4: Philip, amazing work. I thought that was going to take longer than it did. So congratulations. You get the Watchman prize pack. Also, you you stay on hold, okay? All right. Someone will get your info, and we'll get that stuff mailed right out to your garage. <laughs> Possibly the woodshed, wherever we find you in the wherever days to come. I'm back. That's right. Okay, you hang tight. <laughs>
5: Thanks.
4: Uh, all right. Let's see. Let's give away another Watchmen prize pack. Ahoy, ahoy. Hi there, Line 4. You're on TBTL. Hi. Hi, who's this?
6: This is Leah.
4: Hi, Leah. Where are you calling from?
6: We're in the car on I-5.
4: Yeah, whereabouts on I-5? We're
6: going to Tacoma.
4: Oh, yeah. What's happening in Tacoma that's so important?
6: Oh, that's where my husband and I live.
4: Oh, well, there's that, I guess.
0: Yeah.
4: Um, uh, Okay. Uh, Have you guys seen Watchmen yet? No, but my husband's a huge fan. Oh, perfect. Okay, well, yeah. good. Uh, yeah, we've got all kinds of stuff in this prize pack. Although this is uh, this is actually a really this is probably the hardest question we've had so far. Um, so you know, c- good luck. Uh, uh, okay. The question is uh, Bjork, the singer Bjork, who we've talked about on this show a lot, and uh, her she's been writing some different economic papers for the nation of Iceland. Bjork had a brief affair in the nineteen eighties. And this is not reported on very much. That's why this is such a tough question. Bjork briefly had an affair in the 80s with what uh, important financial policymaker? Brief affair in the 80s with what important financial policymaker?
6: Is it Alan Greenspan? Uh, Wow.
4: You guys are white hot. White hot.
3: Alright, Leah. Congratulations.
4: We, uh, that's uh that's really that's really something. Uh congratulations, you guys win uh, a Watchman Prize pack. I'm gonna put you on hold and uh Jen's gonna get your information, okay?
6: Thanks, man. We we love you guys.
4: Oh, good, we love you too. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Man. Sharp sharp as tacks.
6: They're amazing tonight. These
4: tens, huh? Uh okay. Uh let's see let's do another uh how many have we giving away now? Is that four. We're giving away four. Okay. Ahoy, ahoy um hi there line five you're on tbtl hello you're on the radio anybody there hello hi there
6: hey
0: who's, what's up who's this
6: hey this is dave
4: hi dave where are you calling from
0: uh south seattle
4: cool cool
0: and i'm really uh hurting for a, a easier questionnaire
4: <sighs> yeah
5: we didn't have a stand chance on that one
4: yeah, a lot of people don't know about Bjork and, uh, and Alan Greenspan. In fact, Alan Greenspan, you know, now he's married to uh, Andrea Mitchell. He, When they first started dating, she made him throw out all of his Bjork CDs. Yikes. Yeah, she's famous for her possessiveness, Andrea Mitchell is. All right, uh, Dave in South Seattle, let's see. There's um, your question. Uh, true or false, Jen is the most amazing opera analyst of the modern age? That is definitely true. That's right. That's absolutely true. You are absolutely right. That was the right question. <laughs> uh, are you excited to go see this movie? I'm totally excited. Okay, good. Did you read the graphic novel? No, I didn't. Oh well, that I, I you might. We're going to actually have a full-on legit review of the film later tonight from Tom uh, Tangney, our uh, our film guy. But Please. but I think Jen saw it this weekend. Jen, should he? Because you could read the graphic novel in an afternoon. Should he try to read it before he sees the movie? I'm not kidding. It's a seriously like a few hours read.
6: It's a good four hours, I would say.
4: But but do you think it would enhance? You've read the book and you've seen the movie. What do you think? Or would you be better off not reading the book?
6: Um, I think, I think you'll enjoy it either way. I think you have a different experience because I went with Jason and he had not read it. And uh, he didn't seem to think that it bothered him too much. But I think that I liked it more because I knew what was going on more. So I think either way.
4: All right, I don't Well, work, I need to read a book. Okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> all right. You hold on, okay? We're going to get <laughs> right your info on. here on during Thanks the break. A lot, Liz. Sure. Thank you.
6: We're going to do one more?
4: Uh, let's do one more and then we'll take a break, okay? Because uh, I'm getting worried that these people are going to get disconnected. They're not going to get their awesome prize packs. Okay. Uh, one more before we. Uh-huh. Hi there. You're on TBTL. Uh, hello. Hi. Who's this? This is Tony in Gig Arbor. Hi, Tony. How's it going tonight? It's just wonderful. Are you stuck in some wicked traffic on Highway 16, or where, whereabouts are you? Well,
6: actually, I'm heading into Issaquah right now.
4: Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> so you live in Gig Harbor? Yes. But I you're do. actually not. You're actually in Issaquah at this moment? Yes. Okay, got it. All right, here's a question for you. Uh, this is a Watchmen prize pack on the line here and includes uh, t shirts, cups, posters, coasters, stickers, and, of course, uh, four passes to the film. Um, uh, which is cuter, puppies snuggling or kittens eating ice cream? Take a minute. kidding't be an ice cream by far. Absolutely. Didn't even have to think about it. Nice work, Tony. Thank you. Good. Hold on. Okay, uh, we're going to take a short break. When we come back though, we've got a couple more of these bad boys to give away. Uh, so uh, give us a call if you'd like 888-973-Cairo. That's 888-973-5476. And uh, you can win a Watchman prize pack. More TBT I'll come in your way in just a moment. Welcome back to TBTL Here on News Talk 97.3 Cairo FM Our website is MyNorthWest.com Slash TBTL Um, Okay, we're giving away We've got a couple of more uh, Watchmen uh, prize packs here which we're giving away to folks if they answer if if they answer uh, some kind of a trivia question. I don't even want to say trivia. Trivia trivializes it. These are questions of general knowledge about the world. Okay. Ahoy, ahoy! Hi, you're on TBTL. Hi. Hi there. Who's this?
0: This is Alan in Auburn.
4: Hi, Alan. Uh, okay, uh, trivia question for you. Excuse me, general interest question for you uh, to get a Watchmen prize pack. True or false? Hope floats. That's
0: a tough one. Um, uh, true.
4: That's exactly right. We would have also accepted false.
0: <laughs>
4: yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. No worry. Okay, good. Are you a Watchmen fan?
0: Uh No. Never heard of it until uh, I saw the commercials for the movies, so, though, but it looks like uh, like a pretty good play.
4: Well, are you a fan of cups or T-shirts or I coasters? I
0: putting things in cups. They come in <laughs> handy. Good, because um,
4: that will also be involved in your Watchmen prize pack. Okay. <laughs> excellent. Good job Good that. job down there in Auburn. Hold on, okay? All right, thanks. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, let's see. Uh, one more. Uh Hi, you're on TBTL.
3: Uh, yeah, my name is Dean Thomas.
4: Hi, Dean. Where are you calling from? Uh, my house. Which is where? Uh, in Edmonds. Edmonds. Well, you sound you sound uh you sound like you're you're raring to go, Dean. How old are you? Twenty two. Oh, okay, okay, good. Um, you know, uh, why don't you make up your own question? Oh, uh, my own question? Yeah, make up your own question and then answer it, and then I'll tell you if it's right or wrong. <laughs> All right. Uh, in night. Sometime in the uh, year 1991, the the Undertaker from WWE began his undefeated streak at WrestleMania. Uh, Okay, now answer it. Uh, True. There you go. That's perfect. Dean, you nailed it, buddy.
6: That's great.
4: I can't believe it. Eight for eight, these people were. Okay, Dean, listen, I'm going to put you on hold, and then Jen's going to get your info, and we'll get you your prize pack, okay? Great. Thank you very much for calling in. You hold on right there. Wow, sharp. Sharp bunch of listeners. Yep.